0: Welcome to Cedar Motivationals. Um, welcome to Self Discovery Show 2020 with Author Motivational Speaker at Quasalinda. I'm super excited that you're very back and I congratulate you and I wish you a happy Valentine's Day, 14th of February, a Friday um, of 2020. And uh, we wish you the very best uh, for those ones concentrating on their relationship. But you see, number one I've discovered, actually, is that um, um, true love, actually, it doesn't need to prove, actually, true love proves itself. And I move by the truth and I love moving by the truth because the truth saves me the hustle of trying to struggle, trying to prove my feelings in a relationship trying to prove my care but you know with true love things just happen in a more natural way and when i discovered that one actually it saved me a lot of hassle so i wish every people or every person out there can really know the truth because the truth sets free and today uh, on a Valentine's day which is not a main topic but i felt i should share about it i was looking at people who were struggling uh, people who were forcing people gifts, other people were competing on some lovers. <laughs> Just uh, like I can say, let's say, like two men were competing on a one girlfriend, or two girlfriends were competing for one gentleman. And I'm like, if you really know the truth, like you, you are not compatible with the person, it's much more better off to really um, mind your business. But anyway, life goes on, and um, I, I really have much excitement. I'm so happy for those on who the relationship is good. You know, man, I was passing through the town. Uh, people were shopping ever since like four days back. People were celebrating like it was so real. So I was asking myself like, how do they do it? <laughs> like anyway, love is chemistry. So there are many different issues here and there related to be love, family, business, entrepreneurship. But if you really discover yourself and know what to do and know the principles that guide your hustle, that guide your journey to your destiny, uh, you know, you know how to do things and you can never get uh, all the pain, all the hassle, you know, you know, because when you know what to do, you're always free, right? So today I have a very, very great topic that I want to discuss and share. Oh man, it just came into my mind and um, this month we have been focusing on the power of focus. And uh, as you know, the year is beginning and we just have other 11 months and few days. And so that we enter our third month of the year, we we should have to look at the evaluation uh, of your business financially, even personally, health-wise, the expenditure, the saving, the cash flow, and how are you actually retrieving the results from your investments. Today, I was really so touched about um, the big problem and the big threat that is coming to businesses and people have been requesting me to share more about businesses but you know I had to take a step by step before you start a business a business is a primary thing you know it's kind of a primary thing and you know then it goes also to be a secondary thing so you find it that it's general that's why an entrepreneur moves from having a business idea setting up a business and also maintaining the business survival so uh this uh, in this month actually i want to take you through the top 50 examples of corporations that failed to innovate and they totally failed why am i giving uh this example why did they why did i sit down and make uh this case study and bringing, bring it to you. It's because, I want to give you an example, like this is 2020. Uh, Technology is changing daily over here and there. So I'm just sympathizing with people who are sticking to traditional ways of business. And I have this company, I'm a marketing strategist and senior RCT technician, Al Communications, Uganda Limited. We develop, um Al Security app where you buy security systems online you can even pay online using mtn momo or cash and delivery it works much more better than the house of going to the market uh, looking for the products we can deliver them to your door after you browse them on the app on a website you just make your personal order after opening a client account um why digitize your business electronic commerce and this is the article I shared a few days back on my Facebook and people received um, a lot of interest and I was like, oh yeah, I can't miss um, bringing it here. And uh, before I start uh, giving you the package for today, I want to remind you that you can visit your Play Store on your Google Play on your phone and you can type Google Podcasts, subscribe uh, with your email address and search for Soft Discovery Show it can pop up, you can even see my picture and you can also see the word self-discovery by author motivational speaker Nat Lendon. Lindon, Swift, immediately, you start listening to all the episodes, learning, getting inspired, getting to the next level, oh man, I feel good for you and I'm happy for you that you're going to really excel, so, the collapse of the jobs and businesses, uh, that's why I said, sadly, Uh, With the rise of e-commerce, we are seeing more and more businesses failing every day. So, so Society will not be abandoning digital platforms anytime soon. And most people are going to continue adopting new technologies. The mobile phone has already disrupted many industries. Not even many industries. A huge number of industries like we are going to be focusing on this month. Not to mention the way we live. Just over the digital horizon. A voice, the Internet of Things, and artificial intelligence. If you continue to ignore digital advertising and fail to incorporate it into your marketing budget and your business, you could soon find your business being left in a total dust. And that's why, in these episodes for February 2020, I decided to be more, more honest. Mate. I don't want to hurt anything if you're an entrepreneur you're already in the business i can't be scared to come at your corporation invited for a speaking gig i speak the truth so the most obvious answer is uh, it is uh, where your customers are so there is no way you're gonna avoid digitizing your businesses 32 3.2 billion people use the internet and it's increasing daily even the illiterate it used to be something of um People are not educated, not using computers, and the time, over eight years experience, I finished in the computer field, being an instructor for over five years, meaning that I've seen uh, things change, even the old woman deeper in the village, she can go on WhatsApp, she can church, she can send a voice note, she can have photos, she can be on Facebook, and that thing really amazed me. Even my little sister, she's able to scroll through the phone, choose the videos she wants, uh choose the photos she wants she browses around the phone and she has not started even speaking a word so i was amazed how technology is just doing miracles on the daily and making work easy so 2.19 billion active facebook users all are there waiting for you or are seeing business from there making purchases and comparing 800 million active instagram users 1.5 billion youtubers 1.1 billion active users for google search 74.5 market share and 3.5 billion searches a day or 1.2 trillion searches a year i'm not surprised i probably do at least over a hundred or two hundred searches a day myself and it doesn't take even a minute or it's all five minutes or even 30 seconds before a phone user checks what's up or checks on the notification on their phone so that's the reason why i say um most of your business actually are online and are digitized so if your business is just still traditional just know that everything is getting more bad and i'm just giving you the good news that you can still learn from what we're going to study from these episodes and you can still rise you can still shine so number two is everything is trackable Uh, this data is great for measuring success and return on investment and it gives you important information about what works getting these insights is the holy grail of advertising so the data gives advertisers the ability to quickly learn how to improve campaigns over time and provides a better opportunity for generating results you can really Uh, compare A to B with traditional media and there is really no way to gather actionable insights traditional advertising is just shooting in the dark hoping to hit the target the same as the business that is not yet digitized so traditional media cannot tell you what's successful and what was not with digital media you can track how many times someone saw and clicked and heard whether they are engaged with it if they called your business after clicking if they filled out a lead form and if they completed a sale on your site after clicking like all these things you can track them automatically with your computer so number three is that when your business is digitized and when it goes to e-commerce electronic commerce meaning that it's effective at generating results even if a simple example is uh, when someone actually uploads a photo, they see um, how many people have liked, uh, how many people have commented on and on. So, there is an endless supply of studies from every industry under the sun claiming that their platform or medium is best for filling the blank. <laughs> so, if the cheese industry starts shouting, Cheese is the next superfood. Red flags should be going off in your mind. So instead of sharing any random stats out of thousands, I figure the best way to illustrate the effectiveness by platform would be to look at the overall spend and trends by medium. 2010 digital spend accounted for about 17% of total advertisement spend, while TV was around 30%. Fast forward to 2018 and digital is predicted to eclipse 42% of total spend and about 45% of total ad spend by this year. TV spend is predicted to drop drastically and sink down to about 33% of total spend by the end of 2020. All other platforms also look to be trending quickly downward except outdoor or billboards which appears have remained virtually untouched by the rise of digital so another point is that uh, digitizing your business will save your business one of the biggest mistakes we see companies make is refusing to adapt to the changing times and continuing to do things the same way they always have they fear change because they do not understand it this is exactly how borders books toy errors, us uh, pararoid blockbuster and Kodak went out of business, they failed to innovate or adapt to the changing times. So uh, I'll be taking you through um, the top 50 examples of corporations that failed to innovate. At one time, they were super successful, yet you might think your business is successful right now, running, but see, change is inevitable and innovation is no different. Companies that experience innovation success grab into it and believe that it is their secret to everlasting success. Unfortunately, this is not the case, although it will definitely make a CEO's job a lot easier. So, in this podcast, I will let you into the secret why big companies fail and the business landscape is littered with cautionary tales of huge companies that failed due to lack of innovation. An unwillingness to innovate and come up with new uh, digitized, new improved methods of business using technology puts any company at risk of failure. But refusing to evolve with the market can be even more devastating. So without a robust and resilient innovation strategy, no company can survive. So, this is how Phil McKinney, CEO of Cable Labs, was really talking about this. So, um, they have, I just tried to make a research and discovered 50 examples of famous corporations that suffered from innovation failure, including companies that have gone out of business. There are some of the biggest institutions in the world. They are not all examples of companies that are not innovative, but a mixture of failures. So, I'm not trying to be happy because they went out of business. But it's just a courtesy of case study because there are more businesses that are rising. Example, like from my third country, Uganda, um, uh, is that businesses are rising so fast at a high pace. Uh, people are getting local things like a local food is getting packed, it's getting advertised. You know, uh, mobile apps are being developed, um, online payments are running so fast. So uh, when you look at this point, uh, you discover that. Um, upon uh, summarizing all the episodes here, it may be relevant as what the main reasons all companies, uh, which are large uh, corporations, the answer lies in the liability for debts incurred when such businesses fail. When a business has the organizational structure of a corporation, the owners are not put at risk of any personal liability should the business fail. And as can be observed from the examples. Uh, that we are going to look at, this has a practical benefit. And I just want us to first look at the word innovation. Innovation in a large corporation is strictly a tricky business. And in most cases, it is a game of chance. But the most successful companies are those that continue to innovate and digitalize their strategy. Never resist innovation as a business. Make sure to listen to your customer needs and keep up with the trends. Not only that, make sure that your leadership and strategies are in place because you should always be working on improving and trying out different types of innovation strategy. Take the steps in your fight against becoming one of the failing companies. So here we go. Um, I'll begin with um, a company here. Um, I don't know whether many people know about it, but uh, this company is called Nortel. Nortel was a multinational telecom and data networking equipment manufacturer that failed big time. So the company had a vision that voice, data, and images would extend to every person and device in the world. The leaders were blamed for fraud and fired in 2004, and by the time a new CEO too, took over, it was already too late. Their research and development team had fallen behind and the business began to decline because of the broadband and voice over IP. Plus, around the year 2000, Nortel had misstated their financials, which wasn't discovered for a number of years, bringing them to a downfall. In 2009, the company failed for bankruptcy so and that was a company that actually was looking at a vision of extending voice and data and images to every person you know and diverse in the world but you find that this because their research failed and these people are really Declined because of the broadband and voice over IP address they couldn't move on you know they could there was no way they could use equipment it's like now you can say we need to move WhatsApp <laughs> by an equipment and we sell WhatsApp as an equipment when someone actually can visit the browser and download WhatsApp. Then we have um, XFL Originally, the XFL was operated between NBC and the World Wrestling Federation, and it was made as an outdoor football league. Early ratings of XFL were promising as they planned on combining drama and showbiz. Their competitor NFL was already showing football, and the XFL Football League didn't present anything new, and the teams played their only season in 2001. The XFL had approximately 14 million viewers in its debut, but the following week, the ratings dropped to, to 4.6 and at the end of the season to 1.5. You know, this was the XFL director Charlie Eberso on why the XFL failed, but might work now. So XFL fade out because uh, they lacked the innovation and actually... Um, they were taken over by NFL, you know, and which was really uh, presenting a lot and being more innovative at that time. So everyone knows uh, the Daily, which is uh, corporation number three. The Daily, the first digital ipad only newspaper launched in 2011. It featured graphic uh, graphics which are flashy, video, and new ways for, leaders, for uh, readers for readers interact with the content readers were only able to access the newspaper through a paid subscription through the itunes store the revenue the daily gained was split between apple but that model was unsustainable and after less than two years the daily shut down so uh, rupert mudok uh, a media mogul said in a statement uh, from its launch the daily was uh, a bold experiment in a digital publishing and an amazing vehicle for innovation unfortunately our experience was that we could not find a large enough audience quickly enough to convince us the business model was sustainable in the long term. So that's how it really felt um, uh, just in few few days um, of its running and it was unsustainable and they couldn't see the way forward. Uh, then we have the Concord. The Concorde was um, a um, British-French double-jet powered airline that closed its doors in 2003. An airline founded in 1976 used to have one of the fastest and greatest designed aircraft. Even though the total flight time to cross Atlantic was less than four hours, its high energy consumption forced airline companies to look for better options. It didn't help that the Concorde was also incredibly noisy. Uh, Blake Scrooge, the founder of Boom Technology, says, Where else in tech do you have a capability? And then you go backward. It's kind of crazy on the face of it. Due to all the technical flaws and financial challenges, the Concorde flew its last, last plane in 2003. Very few years, there is talk of bringing back the Concorde, but nobody has taken up the challenge as of yet. So Vox put out an incredibly interesting miniature documentary What happened to the plane that could cross the Atlantic in 3.6 hours? Why did it fail? Interesting engineering breaks down in an article The real reason why the supersonic passenger jet failed um, Today, um, I want us actually to cover like 10 of them if time, al- time allows and then we we'll look at the fourth, uh, which is the DeLorene Motor. Delorine Motor, here is an example of a car invasion that failed. Um, the DeLorene Motor Company was an American automobile manufacturer founded in 1975 in Northern Ireland. In 1981, um, production began for DeLorene DMC-12, a car that was supposed to be safe, long-lasting, and sustainable. Its iconic look with uh, girl wing doors hyped up the car to masses. Because of the car's shoddy performance, DeLorean produced fewer than 9,000 cars and and filed for bankruptcy. Although the car was a failure, it left a mark with its innovative design and is known from the back of the future film trilogy. So, um, the fifth company is Pebble Watch, um, which we're going to, uh, to conclude with today. And then I'll be bringing you more. Paper Watch, uh, Pebble Corporation developed a line of smartwatches. Their campaign on Kickstarter became one of the most funded products of all time. Based on the first evolution of the uh, wrist one wearable market, most major consumer electronics manufacturers jumped in on, on the fun and made their own. The predictions of wearables booming on the market were falsely tied to the success of smartphones. The market was still very small and not mature enough to sustain the type of predicted growth. In 2016, the company called it qu- quit and sold their technology Fitbit. So, um, then, um, time actually is allowing me to bring you a lot more of um, the fixed company called TiVo. After VCRs began fading into obscurity, there was a gap in the market for people that wanted to record their favorite show and avoid commercials. Tivo was one of the first digital video recording uh, products to come on the market and feeling need. People were easily able to record shows that they went home to watch in real time without the hassle of programming a clunky VCR uh, or, or for DVD recorder. It was an instant success. So the reason Tivor is among is our companies we're going to talk about is that the brand decided to play nice on the market. They attempted to sue cable companies too late who came out with their own DVRs? By the time they caught, they, they caught documents were filled, DVRs were everywhere. At its peak in 2007, Tivor had 4.4 4 million users. The streaming media era began in 2008, but it would leave Tivor behind. By mid-2011, Netflix had about 25 million paid subscribers, and Tivor's customers' base had dropped to 2 million from 4.4 million users. So, kind of such a close-down of companies seems much more a bit easy, but it's really so hard and it hurts but just because uh, the market has nothing to do because for the market trend it goes with the uh, new in- inventors and new people that bring out things that make their purchasing more easy that make the access of services and goods much more easy so I'm focusing like on African countries like Uganda my country like so when I look around I'm like what So someone who was uh, fundraising to start a registration costing almost 200 million cash. Now I broadcast worldwide via um, the web live streaming and the podcast better. So the last company for today is uh, the Sharper Image. The Sharper Image, a consumer electronics and lifestyle product company was founded in 1977 and got massively popular due its Ionic Breeze air purifier. The business grew into A $760 million company with 196 stores. Things started to shift for the sharper image in 2005. While the rest of the world was changing, the sharper image remained the same while also making a lot of strategic missteps. The company depended too much on the air purifier's success, and consumers' reports started questioning the safety of the product. Because the air purifiers criticism masses of people started returning the faulty item the company was losing so much money that in 2007 the Shepherd image declared bankruptcy and closed down 90 out of its 196 stores so keep tuned in and keep on following and sharing these episodes and today was much more beautiful that i'm sharing so powerful from the great experiences of the companies that really made it to the top and again failed because of lack of innovation. So, this time of the experiences I've got um, being a senior ICT technician and um, loving technology trends, I decided actually to bring these things from behind the scenes. And so that you can listen and learn how to really a run out for your business so that in the coming 10 years, and the coming two decades, your business is reigning in the generation. Thanks for listening today. Dreams do come true and dreams are worth the more 2020. Uh, much love and much more respect from author and speaker, Nath Cossolanda.